You can't hear the TV, can you? Welcome to episode 12 of Two Clubs, One Love. Now, to all the listeners out there, um, hope you're all well. Uh, all the people are watching as well. Hope you're, hope you're uh, having a good end to the weekend there. Um, for some, it would have been a good weekend. For others, well, let's just say it wasn't so good. And we'll be discussing that in the next hour um, or so. Um, hopefully we'll get done and wrapped up by half eight because Daz has got to be off to watch the NFL tonight. So if not, I will finish it up. Hopefully it'll be uh, no longer than the normal, well, say a normal hour, but we, we really touch touch an hour, don't we? That's hours and <laughs> And you'll be glad to hear that all our, well, touch wood, our technical issues are left behind us. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I scrapped the laptop. I uh, found out that that seemed to be the one that was buggering up. So the uh, we're we're not in the nineteen seventies anymore. We're you know in the modern day era of technology on the tablet. <laughs> now. So yeah, let's let's crack on. So first of all, just sort of before we crack on with the games and that, um, how you been this week, Daz? How, how's life? Uh, I, yeah, good, good actually. It's good to get back in routine now. I've started a new job and uh, college is going well and stuff. So yeah, I think routine is back. And then the fact that plans are coming into place with like football back and yes, yeah, all seems to be going better, a lot better. How about you, mate? Yeah, not bad. And the fact that they're saying glitching in the first couple of minutes is even better. So not yeah. bad. Brucey bonus now. Um, yeah, a bit of a mixed bag at the weekend, but um, let, let's forget about the football side for the minute. Um, I'm sure, as as many uh, of you know, I've uh, been tweeting like mad because I've been so excited about it. But um, yeah, I got to take my daughter to the first game since lot before lockdown. Um, obviously, I got to go as well, much Kelly play. Um, probably. Shouldn't really go back after that performance, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but no, um, seriously, it was. Ever, I mean, the take the take the result aside, it was it was absolutely fantastic, and we'll, we'll touch on that later. But what a fabulous moment, um, especially when that goal went in, you know, the, sort of lifting her up, the celebration. It was yeah, it was quite emotional, should I say? Oh, um, definitely. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely be touching on that, and and yeah, just uh, the week's been all right. Um, just a big shout out to my uh, wee girl. She's uh, five on Tuesday. Happy birthday! So she didn't bring any birthday luck, but hey ho. <laughs> um, but on, on the flip side of that, the ladies won today for Kilmarnock, and I was there for my first ever ladies match. Did you and not? The whole, whole family went. Did you not? Yes, yes, yeah, that's Good. right. So what? What a match um, as well, full of controversy and. If you think referees are crap in, in the men's league, well, they're just as bad in the in the women's, if not worse. So uh, we'll be touching base on that as well. Um, but yeah, so I think, uh, is there anything really you want to sort of shout out this week? Anything you want to sort of raise there before we go on to the football? 
just a uh, little happy birthday. Just reminded me of you saying that it was your little girl's birthday. Uh, happy birthday to my best mate, Ted, whose birthday it was yesterday. Uh, but birthday, I Ted. think I think I'd be more celebrating going for your little girls than because getting old when you're our age is not as nice as getting older when you're her age. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. It's like um, we had ours uh, three days apart, and you know, it's like the, the muscles get sore, and yeah, you start to feel stuff that you never used to feel. So. Most definitely, uh, when they're a young age, it's great. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to it. I've actually booked the day off work. Meant to work from Monday to Thursday this week, so um, I've got to thank her for splitting my day up, or my week <laughs> up, should I say? It means I get to have a day off. So thank you for that. And then, yeah, no, it's, it's all looking good. And then I've got a, a match on Friday to go to in the cup against the Queen cup of the South. Uh, not Queen of the South, Queens, Queens Park. Oh, sorry, I, the Challenge uh, Cup. Yeah, the Challenge Cup. Um, I'm going. I'm actually meeting up with a mate, Louis. Uh, I'm going to go around to his house for a couple of beers before. Uh, he actually lives around the corner from Rugby Park, so quite the handy. Itali- the Italian football fan. Yes, that's the one. Ah, the I remember. See, yeah, I well remember done. <laughs> yes, we'll have <laughs> we'll have to get him. We'll have to get him on this show because he's uh he's uh you know he's uh, got quite a lot of interest in uh, stuff around football and that. He's uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll have to get him on Mastermind so that I can research his uh, second team, and get some questions. I, yeah, <laughs> I, re- I reckon I reckon his specialist subject would be replica shirts at a chance. That's that's what my bet would be on. But I'm sure, in actual fact, you will actually got on very well with him because he has links with Jambos in the family. I like so that. You'll, I like get, that. you'll get on well with him. Yes. I like that. Uh, just a quick shout before we move on. Uh, just that there we go. This week forgot on Mastermon last week. Uh, this week's Mastermon contestant this week coming is going to be uh, Hearts fan uh, Anas Hassan. Uh, if you follow him on Twitter, he's very, very, very uh, present on Twitter. Uh, good to follow, but uh, yeah, it'd be good. Just wanted to shout it out there just because uh, hadn't been confirmed while we recorded last week. Right. There we go. Good. Look forward to watching that. Usually, you do that show on a on a Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, it, don't you? Yeah, but back half of the week, it's just with work at the minute. It's yeah, my, my shifts are all over the week, so yeah, we we haven't got a set date, but yeah, second half of the week, and we've got a lot of guests all lined up. So I think we've got, I think it's got eighteen, eighteen people we've got lined up. So Good. let's hope, hope we can stretch it out to end of the season. I was I was I was hoping that I was going to get you in at some point, but I'm have to wait until next season. At this rate, oh, no, no, <laughs> we'll squeeze us, we'll squeeze me in soon, mate. I'll, yeah, I'll, we'll have to, we'll have to get you in soon. <laughs> um, uh, also, just before we go on the games and that, so um, obviously when we started off with this podcast, it's all about you know about the football, about the mental health, and just chit chat and general, you know, basically everyday stuff, um, which is great. Um, Mastermon um, obviously was included uh, two or three weeks ago, which is good. And it's something that Daz has, um, basically takes part of. Um, I also wanted to do something last week, which um, I failed miserably on when I watched the video back earlier. But hey-ho. Um, it's Predictions Friday now. It's a new thing that's come out. So not only are we branching out the podcast uh, with the quiz, we're now doing the predictions as well. So maybe in the future we can get some sort of league going for that. But I think Daz did mention to me just before there about that on this ESPL. So, yeah, um, I forgot that now we've relegated. I sort of, yeah, do tend to forget about them. But now we'll, 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 we'll you know, watch out for that because um, it's always good to have a laugh at my predictions as well. So, 
Uh, even um, if if I can't make it on, then I'll submit my predictions to you, and me yeah. and you can me and you can have a head to head and see who comes out on top at the end of the season or something. Ah, uh, exactly. I think I think um, I think I need to beat you at something. I'm not going to win that Masterman. That's uh, that's you know I'll probably get the old wooden spoon maybe. I don't know uh, about but... after fucking Rob's uh, demolition the other day. Yeah. <laughs> wow. L- Louise was on for the for the win, and then he just came from nowhere. I've got to be. I've got to admit though. I'm 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 gonna sound like the old get the old violin out again, but some of them I, I would have actually I would have actually got more on his than I would on mine. So I made I made a rod from him back really, didn't I? even with the even with the Liverpool questions and stuff, you would have got more. Yeah, I even told you <laughs> I got the Welsh I even got the Welsh Cup one. Six because and the only reason I know that, right, is because of football manager. Oh fuck, it comes up on the yeah, 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 our our uh, honours and stuff. Yeah, so that I always look to see how much honours, and it never changes year after year. Obviously, um, right. it's been like that for ages. Um, but yeah, so anyway, enough of that. Uh, enough of how rubbish I am at uh, quizzes, and let's yeah, get let's in, crack on let's with get how rubbish the... our football team is instead. What do we call <laughs> the meat? The meat and potatoes. Sort yeah, into the meat and fucking potatoes. Aye. So here we go, League One. There you go, Bosch. It's on the screen for the ones that are watching. People that are listening, you know the score. Uh, Bolton two, Shrewsbury one. Where do we start? Where do we start? We we well, speak about this week in week out, don't we? Uh, and what you know, I've early got, leads. Uh, like how many how many times can we afford to fall behind early? It was only a matter of time before it was going to bite us in the ass, and it has this week. I know. L- luckily, right? I was at the game at Kilmarnock, so and you know what it's like trying to get a signal. Football game sometimes it's fucking nightmare. Non-existent. <laughs> so, Even though it'll say you've got five G and you're still uh, yeah. won't, be, won't be able to send an SMS. It's like it's like it's like, it's like the it's like the stadium <laughs> just put a block on you. It's like oh, no, you kind of use it. You can put <laughs> even if they had free Wi-Fi and that, and you logged in, you still crap. You kind of use it. I remember it was at Celtic Park a few weeks ago and it had the free Wi-Fi. You log in, yeah. and you still kind of get it. It's like oh, bollocks yeah. of that. You so, well you, so luckily, well I didn't know the score, right? And then my phone was dead, like so. I got home. I was like, that's the last I had the shoes to get on, so I don't know. I'm not say. So she looked on her phone, told me, and I was like, oh. and Then I was like, who's going for shoes be? And I'm like, oh, don't say Sam Cosgrove because that'll just make my day like. So you had the right kind of... idea then not to check. Do you know, I kept checking all during yeah. the Hearts game, and I was just like, and my mate was texting me, and, and yes, maybe I'll put mine in airplane mode the next home game so it doesn't put just a damn have a phone. <laughs> Just have a phone like me that has a short battery and runs out when you take three <laughs> photos. But what happened was the bloody ex-player curse continues. Oh, and I see, see when I seen see when I seen the goal scorers. I just like oh, honestly, that's like is that free this season already. Yeah, yeah, terrible man, terrible. Yeah, name the other two. Oh, you put me on the bloody spot now. You put me on the spot. Arrgh! I'll give you a clue. Jacobson, one was on. One was in the last game. Joe Jacobson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, shit. mine's gone blank, mate. Tip my tongue, but I cannot think. Who's the set of one? I'll let you work that out during the pod. If anyone wants to comment, they can help help Daz out. Please do. Please do. Give me a hint. <laughs> give me a hint. Who is it? Who is it against? I'm not giving you a hint. I've given you one already. <laughs> Just remember, you get one you get one clue apparently on a quiz, so it's oh, the yeah. same on the podcast. 
shit. So one, one right, right. Leave it with me. Leave it with me. I can't even use my phone because my phone's been used to record this. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. Leave uh, it with me. <laughs> call, you, call yourself a true fan, eh? Like me. Get them wrong. Terrible. Oh, anyway, great fan, mate. yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, see both goals, like both identical as well, weren't they? They were just. Yeah. Um, I mean, you see the keeper; he was absolutely screaming for that first goal. Um, but then he didn't really shine himself in glory with the second one because of the kick. <laughs> no, it was what, a poor like, kick, wasn't it? Like first goal, what? Where were the defence? Like no closing down. We just let him. He he could have been like on a Zimmer frame, frame and he still would have got in nah, position to just, score. You know what I mean? It's, is it the thing is right? They didn't even put a foot in. Like I mean, he, he wriggled past two or three players, or was that the second one? I can't remember now. But the first, That's the first one. Uh, but see the first. Like, to be fair, right. It's Sarsovic, no disrespect to him. Like, he never Average did that player. at Shrewsbury. He never did that at Shrewsbury. No. <laughs> so you wouldn't expect him to do it. But I'll tell you what, I mean, I'll defend him as crap, but don't say, yeah, kind of take away the fact that it's a fantastic finish. All three goals, to be fair, in the game were, were great goals. Like, you know. it, it was just we made we made him, like, fair, yeah, the finish was brilliant, but we made him look like freaking the world's best player up until he nice. hit it. We're like, come on, lads, like, that, that previous season's defence has been our strong point, but yesterday just done out, yeah, disjointed, just... not a, didn't look like a team. To, to, to me, right, we went on a good, we went on one in five unbeaten, you know, yeah, went to some like Sheffield Wednesday, tough game, it worked really hard, but the, the, the obviously having that Tuesday game thrown into the mix, and then we're going to have another Tuesday game against the Wolves and uh, under twenty ones in the cup, which again. It's all right saying play your reserves, but our reserves is our first team. I was going to <laughs> you know say, I mean? do, it's like, do we I, even I just, have reserves I, anymore? The, 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 the squad is starting, the squad, the size of that squad is starting to show now. Um, because us. we just, you know, I mean, Valor was out injured. Um, and you see when Valor's out injured, it, you're another injury away from an absolute crisis, like, because you're playing defenders in there as it is. I mean, and I don't know what Ogbetter's done to not be. I just don't get it. Like Ogbetter, like oh, oh, all the bloody who who are the two and thrown to to keep him. We're not letting him go to then be like, well, now we're just not going to play him. I know. I just I don't understand it. And it's not just that we're ruining his value because he could potentially be a diamond, like yep. that we could be like cashing in on, especially if we get relegated. But the, the, you know. I just don't understand it. I just, I just don't understand it, and um, and many Shrewsbury fans are the same. It's just um, bizarre, really. So how do you expect someone to pay out, shell out a decent transfer fee, somebody that's not playing, and you've give this negative um, aura of because of all the, the the way that the summer was dealt with? Clubs might not want to deal with him and think, well, actually, is is that why he's not been playing and all this? Uh, just been one I mean, of them a nightmare. It, it doesn't look pretty, like. I mean, as well, looking at the stats, I put it up yesterday. And, I mean, what we've played in all competitions, we've played 14 games. We've lost nine of them. We won two. One was on a. Uh, we've won three, but one of them was a penalty shootout. So you can't really count that as a win. No. Um, and we were lucky to win that because we were 2 0 down, you know. We, yeah. And I think every single game, Bar one, we've gone behind. No clean sheet. 
I mean, the stats don't lie. And I think, what, is it 10 goals as well? Yeah. And our left back is our joint top goal scorer in the league this season. It's absolutely embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> and you, you can you can put all these stats off that people put, like these X, whatever they're called, stats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In about how they've attacked this, that and the other. But let's, let's forget about these stats. I'm not interested in them stats. To me, them stats are for people that have been to university. Like, <laughs> I like to just see stats that are like basic. You know what I mean? Shots on goal, goal scored, wins. You know, they're basic stats. That's what wins your games. That's what the puts you up the matter. table. Doesn't matter if you're top of the league on stat on amount of shots you've had if you can't fucking score. No, no, that's <laughs> and, it. I mean, yesterday we had two shots on goal. One was the penalty, which we'll, we'll come to in a minute, and I'll ask you what your view is on that. The second was the goal in the 89th minute. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, it's just embarrassing. Like, yeah, what, what happened for the rest of the game? You know, and where were the shots the rest of the game? Uh, Mark Mark Elliott put up at half time. Our attacking intent is good. We had six shots from goal, none on target. They had about eleven. Scored two. You know what I mean, that's the difference, isn't it? We're playing teams that are getting on the front foot early on, and they're getting chances and finishing them. Whereas we kind of keep using that excuse of, "Oh yeah, we're playing all right. We're attacking well." The chances will come. I mean, he, he bit he bit someone's head off the other night against Wickham, uh, Steve Cottrell, after the game. I can't remember. Pennington, was it not? Oh, no, Pennington, I know he shouted at during the game. I know, I mean, I mean about the interview after the game. Oh, he's like, how right. do we score? And he's like, are oh, we just... It was like, we don't do anything else. And I'm like, well, yeah, you do. You change the system. You, you sign more players. There's free agents out there. You know, Is it easier what, I mean, to say who he hasn't, whose head he hasn't bit off? I think he's. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, we'll we'll see, come to. Well, I'll, I'll come to what I think. Like you see, said, see, after. see when see when you got a player, see when you got a manager though, biting people's heads off, and lose. To me, that's that's a manager that's losing control. Yeah, uh, yep. that's a manager that's lost the changing room. I think. I don't think that they're playing for him anymore. I think they're. There's one or two players in there that would probably say what they think. The rest are just, I don't know. It's just, there's no character. There's no character on the pitch. Not see, anymore. in previous times, you know, you had a bit of fight. I just don't see the fight. You know, I just, just don't see the fight. And I said yesterday, um, you know, like, is it sort of time? You know, how long do we leave it? And I think Paul Kitchen said, you know, this was a worry from week one. I suppose you're right, you know, yeah. that this was... This was something we questioned about and we've talked about, and then they seem to get this. We run together, and you think, "All right, okay, give him a chance." You know, he's got to run together. As a that's two on the bounce now, and, and now we're back down to and, second bottom again. It's... Yeah, and I'm, I mean, it didn't help the fact that Doncaster got a win, which I was shocked at, and obviously Cholton got a great win as well, and then even Crew should have won, and they were two nil up. But you know, you got a point still. Um, yeah, it's just. I really don't know. I, I do worry about us at the moment. I really do worry about us. And I see is if we carry on with the form we've got, we can't afford to wait till January. Um, to make changes, isn't it? Are we, we going to trust the recruitment of someone who's absolutely balls that up in the summer? Exactly, exactly. And I was chatting with uh, Rob Hartley, boxing true, uh, yesterday evening on his way back from the game. And the exact same thing as what we were saying there. Like He bodged up the summer transfer window can blame all you want. It was between him and the board. It was a mess. Pre-season, a mess. Just, I don't know. It's, I don't know, just something. It doesn't feel like the same 
management team. It doesn't feel like the same players that we had at the end of last season, like the same team. It, it, yeah. You'd think that it would be like push on from what happened at the end of last season, but we've not. We've taken like 12 steps fucking back, and it's um, is it, only so much we can take. But you mentioned that penalty. Who's first? <laughs> well, you know what? I've done a lot of chat, so I'll let you crack on with that one. Because uh, I, I, I just what I want. I watched it again from two different, three different angles uh, just before we came on. Someone had put up one they'd recorded from behind the goal, which is the worst angle because you literally see him just chip it down the middle. But as he's chipping it down the middle, he's not even like looking the other way to put the keeper off. He's looking right down the middle. So he's, it's not even like he's doing the classic look left and put it yeah. down the middle. It's straight eyes down the middle. No, uh, and then the keeper made it, it. It was made worse by how easy the keeper just poured at it. He pulled out. Oh, he didn't one. even. No. He didn't even I jump. Didn't. He just pulled at the ball, and you're like, "That's a freaking striker." And my, my, I put here in my comments, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it." However, written it down. Why isn't Lee taking the fucking penalties? I wrote it all in capitals, so I shouted. Yeah. It. <laughs> you know what? You you bang on. I, I, I actually laughed. I don't know who wrote the tweet, but. I've seen someone put, at this rate, Lee, he's going to be taking the corners, the penalties, the free kicks, dragging the team, dressing them up and driving the bus. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that one this afternoon. <laughs> I read that one. Oh. <laughs> you know what, right? That just sums up our season. It, it, you, know, he, you know what? You, you're a big fan of him. And, and to be fair, right, I've been quite... Um, he's grown on me. Like It's the first sort of few games he's a bit unsure about him. But I think that was more to do with the fact that I actually think, out of all the things Cottrell's done, the, the one thing I've done well is move him into the midfield position. And it's probably a forced, um, sort of forced on him rather than anything. That's it. So I'm not going to give him a, 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 a big pat on it because it's not as if we were blessed with midfielders. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, probably, he, probably put, he probably put a few players in the heart and said, right, do you fancy doing midfield? Yeah, go on then. Or, yeah, or just tough close shit, your tough shit, Or tough <laughs> shit, you're in the heart, like... Um, and then just dragged out Lee. He is number one priority for midfield. So there you go. Lee, Lee, so, Lee for me, I, I think I said it a couple of weeks now. Every, as weeks go on, he's been. He was. There was a lot of un, uncertainty about him in pre-season. Everyone was like, oh, "Is he really the kind of player we need?" But like you said, he's been like as the weeks have gone, and he's becoming our freaking best player. And like that tweet said, "Is he gonna? <laughs> he can't freaking do everything." You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then, but. But that free kick, mate. I know it's too little, too late. But... Yeah, uh, my only concern is, and we joked about this in pre-season when he signed. But every he's been at Falkirk, he's been at Walsall, he's been yeah. at Bristol Rovers. They've all got relegated. So uh, we'll leave that there anyway. You can um, tell my, rea- my reaction by the death silence. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah he's been that? a fan's favourite at every club. But yeah, and he's funnily enough, he's been their best player as well. Yeah, so, well, he's so, continuing so, that streak. Yeah, so he needs, to, he needs to bogger off. He needs to sell him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't want... To, we don't want uh... We don't want to. Well, on the form at a minute, I know we've mentioned going down, but we don't. We don't want to go down. But that free, it, it, like, if he can take a set piece, like he did that free kick, right? What? And he's a proven penalty taker at his previous clubs. I think he scored majority of his goals for Bristol Rovers, and he was quite up there with the goal score, top he goal scorer. He scored against last season when we lost two yeah. one at the man. But instead, 
we stick with Bowman who just did that, and it's like, come on now, Steve, you can't be that bad. To be fair, right, Bowman is a penalty taker, so I'm not actually, I'm not actually bothered that he took the penalty. What I'm bothered about is the fact that he didn't score. See if he took a good penalty and the keeper pulls off a worldy save. It's like fair dues, like. Not uh, that, see when you're two 0 down, yeah, and you've got over half an hour to go. You score that, you, you know you're back in the game. Like. Game on. It's game nah, on. He, he, he should have just stood there and just fucking smashed it into the net. Aye. It'd be different if, if we were. If, if, we if were you're going to put it down the middle, <laughs> if you're going to put it down the middle, fucking put your foot for it, put your laces for it, and smash it, and try not to keep out if, if he stands there. Oh, but <laughs> you know what I mean. He may as well just said like ref just. You know what? That that was that I know it was a penalty like, but just yeah, just give it just a goal <laughs> kick, like, you know what I mean? Just honestly, like he just passed it to me. He's like, oh, there you go, pal, have that. Honestly, uh, see that was me taking a penalty. I you know, no fucking about, just just bury it. Just put if if it goes over the bar, at least you put your foot for it. Uh, I think for that for that penalty alone. I'd drop him for the next game just because how, what, what, how, how, how self, how careless is that that you think, it, like you said, at 2 0 down to think, oh, we'll do that. Like, what it's is just cocky. Head, it's it? just, it's cocky. I mean, you don't mind doing that if you're a Perlo because, like, you know, you can do it. But you're, not, <laughs> you're not Andre Perlo. You're not 5 0 up. You're not, you're not a superstar, right? You're a League One player for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, do what you normally do and bury it like you normally have done with penalties. Yeah, I mean, I just, it just, it makes me really angry seeing that because, like, it's just a wasteful chance. And it, yeah, okay, but, yeah, but we like scored. You said, like you said, that could have been that if we'd scored that, and then Lee had scored that uh, free kick, uh, we'd be a complete different outlook on the game. That'd be what a good point away from home a comeback. They're, 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 they're suddenly panicking, thinking, bloody hell! But when we're scoring in the 89th minute. You know, you just hold it out, like, and okay, yeah, we still could have scored, but um, the, the way we're, you know, it's just, I enough is said on that. We'll we'll move on because it's really annoying me just thinking about that, and yeah, it, it really was, <laughs> <laughs> it was bizarre. And and the thing is, it's it's, it's funny really because if Sam Cosgrove was on the pitch, he'd have probably buried it. And we we said he's a, he's, and I, I've banged on about forty percent of his goals and penalties, but at least he knows how to score one. Hundred percent, hundred percent. At least, at least we look forward. Like you said, we've got wolves, wolves, fucking kids. You know um, what? To me, Ipswich. that is an absolute distraction. Absolute distraction because Ipswich is a massive, massive, massive game. Now they smashed Doncaster six 0 and I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, they, they've turned on the form, and I predicted them to carry on and you know go to Accrington and win. And they went one nil up, and obviously they lost two one. And I was quite shocked because. Uh, you know, I just don't understand how it switched, but you know what I mean. You, as a Shrewsbury fan, you're thinking, right, Ipswich are there for the taking, but just Got guarantee me. we'll go there next week and we'll just roll over like Doncaster and probably get pumped three 0 I really, right. I, I don't see us getting a result there. I hope not, mate. I, I, I hope, I hope we, I hope there's a kick up the arse this week in training. It's like right, keep saying that. Though. We need to. I every week we're saying it, but it's, it's also the Salopian Killy, the Martin Derby. Ipswich and uh, Ipswich yep. and Shrewsbury. Yeah, my place of birth. Yep. I know I'm actually um, on with the Cruncher and uh, Martin Lambert, who are the uh, who run run the podcast and that and other. Uh, Matt Phillips, who's actually running the marathon today, and uh, yep. good guys like, and I've been on their podcast before. 
And I was actually messaging him saying uh, I'll need to um, have a catch up in the week, you know, regarding the Paul Hurst derby. And he said, yeah, who hates Paul Hurst the most? <laughs> and I was like, well, to be uh. fair, we, we, we're actually liking Paul Hurst at the minute because he's keeping Wrexham where they need to be. And if he gets um, if he gets Grimsby promoted, he's he's back in the good books at the town. So Wrexham's um, expense. <laughs> so, um, but no, it's it'll be an interesting one. Um, but you think we're gonna you, what? Right, go out go out on a limb now. Predict score prediction. Three nil up switch. I've said it. I think we'll lose three nil. Three nil up switch. Right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I think two one up switch. Up switch haven't lost at home. They've yeah, drawn a lot. No, no. I tell a lie. They have lost at home. They got pumped by Bolton five two. But apart from that, their average. I think that I think the lowest amount of goals they've scored at home in one game is two. So <laughs> I'm all right going two one. Now. Yeah, I'll stick with two one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, two, uh, one, we, we, yeah, we, we started scoring goals, so we might get a penalty or something stupid like that. But I. Um, just don't yeah, let Bowman take it. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. There's an. There's a. There's a. You never know. Toto or Nolan might play. Well, Nolan won't because he's nowhere near the team. Toto's Weird. played a few games, so I'll guarantee you Toto will come on and score the winner. Just for a laugh. Please don't. I, I, I st- I, I'm, I'm stumped on that third player who scored for us. I've been racking my brain for like the last half hour. Put me out of my misery. Who was it? Oh, no, no, no. It's, the pod's not over yet, mate. <laughs> oh, do you, do you, oh, right. I'll, I'll keep trying to think then. But, I, yeah, there's our two games. That's, yeah, Salop. It's, uh, only way is up, hopefully, mate. I oh, in Salop's case. <laughs> Catches if you can. <laughs> I'm too right. I've got, I've got a couple of comments from fans here as well that I've picked out. Uh, I've got one here from An- Anthony Price. Time for... Hashtag Cotterell out for me. Poor recruitment, poor performances, and only going one way. Not having the hard luck stories either. It's awful. Then Andy Garden, previous guest. Uh, it's absolutely abysmal. No other words. How do you solve a problem like Steve Cotterell? Uh, something I never thought I'd be saying, but there we go. And finally, Paul Richard. Incidentally, Bolton were able to bring off the bench three players who, I'm, in my honest opinion, Comfortably would be starters for Salop. We don't have the squad. Simple as. That's what the Salop fans are thinking. Yeah, our own Canadian guest Toronto Shrew also put up a post saying "Cottrell out!" exclamation mark in capitals. So he was shouting that all the way from Canada, and I think, um, yeah, I think uh, I'm in universal, agreement. isn't it? I think the agreement. We, 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 I seen a. Uh, Seen the uh, Salop cast put a tweet up today actually about the managers and like how many games you've had uh, in terms of points. And I'll tell you what, Cottrell is running close to the line of getting the sack according to the, the stats on that. So um, that was it's quite an interesting one. So I reckon November time um, will be a uh, sort of uh, the next three games are very, very big for Steve. Well, Cottrell, I, I put here you go, I, I put up the next five games and so I've left it open for five days for all three teams, but for Shrewsbury, so we've got Ipswich at home, outside away. Then I'm going to the MK Dons game. God help, that'll be... Must be. Yeah. Well, you've seen the first win. I might see the first clean sheet, so you never know. <laughs> A nil-nil draw. Um, <laughs> um, oh, full, full of the optimist, aren't I? Um, and then we've got 
Um, Oxford away, who got a great win against Atkinson and then Sheffield Wednesday, so they're on a good run of form, which is always good to hear for Shrewsbury fans when you've got teams like that going on good form. And then we've got Cambridge away, which you would like to think is a winnable one. But winnable, yeah. Winnable is... What is winnable with Shrewsbury at the minute? And then uh, I think it's... Uh, no, is it Cambridge at home? Sorry, then Lincoln away. So, yeah. Um, every game's tough in the League One, but when you're on yeah. the run we're on, it's even tougher. So, uh, I think Rob said four to eight points. I said four to eight points, but that's... When I mean four to eight points, I'm talking four points. <laughs> yeah, I'll take those four. I, I seriously think... See, if we... Ipswich game, it'd be hard to judge on because even though they're down that end of the table, they're still a freaking good team. And like you said, they're home form. But if we don't win those next two games, then, or even get four points from those next two games, then I think we we could be looking at a change of manager, like you said, come November. I think I think it has to, but then can you see Roland sacking his mate? Because to me, there's a shift in power there. Steve Cottrell seems to be, I don't know, just has a bit of a say. Brian Caldwell seems to be a bit quiet these days. Yeah, like he's been pushed to the back where he was usually yeah. the man at the front. But yeah. time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah, certainly will. And maybe a few uh, home truths will be coming out in the near future as well with, uh, with that. So, right. So we'll we'll leave um, we'll leave Salah for now. Um, we'll just hopefully uh, you know come back next week, and hopefully we'll be talking of uh, decent results. But just before we move on to. Uh, SPL action and Hearts, who temporarily went top of the table yesterday. We'll just um, like to put up a congratulations there to our ladies today at Shrewsbury in the uh, FA Cup version there against Westfields. Um, so a fantastic 6-1 result. Um, I've not really looked too much into it. I did see they put up a tweet earlier. So i uh, just like to sort of have a shout out there and, and acknowledge the fact that you know the, the ladies, whilst the men's team are Absolutely atrocious. The ladies' team not only are winning, but they're firing on all cylinders as well. So well done to the uh, ladies. Through to, to what I believe is, quote me if I'm wrong, but I think is the final qualifying round of the FA Cup, I think, is the next round that we go into. Stuff. Pretty Too sure. Good. Excellent stuff. Right. So without any further ado, we're going to move on to the Jambos and their success yesterday. And I'm going to shut up and let you talk about this. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Too kind. Uh, yeah, Temp- as 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 uh, Mark said, we temporarily were top of the table for all but twenty four hours. But what a happy twenty four hours that is! Uh, even though we're not top anymore because Rangers beat Hibs, uh, we're still the only unbeaten team in uh, the top flight. So I'm pretty. I'm still taking that. I'm still taking that. But yeah, two 0 against. Aye, it was. It was very small, but. Who, like I said to uh, another Hearts fan yesterday as I was leaving, I was like, could you imagine two seasons ago, us, uh, how crap we were at the bottom of the league saying, right, in two seasons time, you're going to be uh, unbeaten, the only unbeaten side in the league. Uh, I, I'd snapped your hand off. So I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, but yeah, I was speaking to a mate before the game yesterday in the morning saying, because uh, he was asking if it was worth a punt on Hearts to beat Motherwell. Uh, is lives back in Shrewsbury. He was asking if it was worth taking, putting him on his accumulator. I was like, ah, it's going to be a tight game. I'm a bit unsure. He was like, ah, I think it's going to be a steamroller for Hearts. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a tight game. It was my mate, Adam. Uh, he was listening. He, he listens to us quite a lot. So shout out to you, uh, Adam. Uh, but uh, he was, he was, he was a lot more confident than me. I said, I'm going to take a draw, but 
all different when we got there. I, I put on Twitter that for some weird reason we're not rivals at all, but I don't know, I was buzzing from the minute I got up in the morning. I was like, I felt like I was going, I'm, I'm going to a big game, but it was only mother up. I think it was because we're both flying high near the top of the table. I, yeah, they've been doing well um, as well, which, you know, is a shock really after last season. Okay. Uh, but it adds further fuel to what you claimed at, at the beginning of the season that you don't think Celtic will be a top three side, a top two side. So it's yeah, no, definitely. Another six at the minute. So I mean, that's <laughs> that tells you all we need to know about Celtic in a minute. But now nah, uh, we went one nil up early doors uh, through our top scorer Liam Boyce with his tenth for the season. Uh, from what I thought, we it was a penalty, but I kind of agree with the Motherwell. Manager, he was you know, Graham Alexander. Wasn't happy that it was given as a penalty. From my view, I was pretty much in line with the eighteen-yard box. I looked down, and as as they called penalty, I said to the woman sat next to me, "I was like, I'd, I'd be gutted if that was the other way because to me it looked like he was looking for a penalty as soon as he got the ball." But uh, hey ho, we 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 can't. We're not going to complain. Exactly. See, exactly. See, see, when you're doing well, though, that's um, it's always the same, isn't it? When you're doing well, you always get the rub of the green, really. Exactly, and when you want it, when you're down the other end, you're never getting it. But I did see on Twitter some a uh, couple of people saying, uh, so is this how it goes? If you're from the capital or Glasgow, uh, referees are biased towards you nowadays. And I was like, uh, remind me that in a couple of week, couple of months' time when if hearts suddenly fall from grace and we're not getting the, the rub that they seem to think we do. But... You're, you're at Ibrox next, and Rangers always love a penalty, so... Yeah, we'll see what goes down then, you know what I mean? But, nah, Boise, uh, I'll say it now, confident when he steps up to take up out of it. We'll come back to that in a minute. But, yeah, he smashed it past the keeper. No Peter Wright celebration this week. He just stood down, glared at the fans, which disappointing. I've I seen the celebration online because I think there was a, a thing to put up the best celebration of the weekend or something uh... You quoted because there's no Liam Boyce on it, and it was like the wee crab on it, like they did there. Yeah, and then did the yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. good. I loved it. I loved it. And he didn't win. I know it's shocking, and I I, would, I was voting that all the way as well. Oh, that's a shambles. <laughs> you need to stop scoring, man. The top goal scorer in the prem in the prem now. No, exactly. We do like I don't know. I, it's night and day from and and still, even though I will go into it after the next point I've got, uh, but then. We scored. There was two superb free kicks this weekend from uh, our our two teams out of the three teams we cover here. So uh, Stephen Kingsley got a free kick edge of the box, and him and Woodburn were both over the ball. As it's got to be Kingsley, and then he steps up over the wall, past the keeper to the keeper's bot keeper's right, and I, and then when I got home and saw Leahy's free kick, it was like it's pretty much like for light. It was a Two, two good free kicks but I've seen Kingsley's it was good that's twice right. now he's done that isn't it? yeah he did it a couple of times in the championship Ross, last season as well Ross County didn't he score against Ross County yep. this season yep. as well yeah. good, very good play in my opinion but see when that second goal went in I was like going mental loving it a couple of blokes sat around me and a woman sat in front of me moaning oh, how wasteful we were and that oh come on heart I, I was like what 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 is wrong with you? We're top of the league at the minute, and what? Bear in mind the rest of the ground was singing, uh, "We are top of the league." So we are top of the league. But these few people just stuck complaining and moaning. Uh, but, just fans. It must be in disguise, mate. It must be in disguise. Nah, it must be. 
Uh, but then, as I said, uh, Boyce, you're usually stupidly confident when he steps up for a penalty. Got a second penalty in the second half, and uh, fair play, the keeper made a decent save. It was a decent save, but then you were like, right, it's 3 0. I had already wrote in my phone, ready to send to my mate, oh, 3 0. I hadn't sent it yet. <laughs> and then, and, and, and then, he, then he missed. I was like, the oh, fuck? Uh, yeah, still 2 0, mate. But, <laughs> but I, I didn't suddenly start going, fuck, save boys, you're shite. It was like, we're still winning 2 0. So, but there was a couple of rounders that were like, the fuck was that? Like moaning. I said, like, oh, come on, get a grip. We're 2 0 up. Uh, but I was praising the referee up until half time. I, 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 began, I began to question that in the second half where it was as if he's like, well, no one's going to be talking about me on uh, in, tomorrow morning. What, what can I do? So he just decided to, uh, he hadn't got his book out yet. And he went on a barrage of like six bookings within 20 minutes. Was that Christmas is a bit early, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Cards were he was writing them out. He was soon getting them out. Uh, but then he was book. He, it was as if he had a quota in his head that I need to book this many people. But then he there was a couple of challenges from Hearts. Admittedly, they there was a couple of bad challenges went uh, where he didn't get get a card out. But then later on, uh, one of the Motherwell defenders come across uh, Hearts. I want to say it was Tyler Moore. Taylor Moore came across him and pretty much just took him out at like waist height. And then the referee just give a free kick and then just walked away while the Hearts boys lay out on the and you're like, what you know, you've got to be consistent. This guy kept saying to me, he goes, The referees just aren't consistent this but I was like, they are. And he was like, Come off it. And I was like, Yeah, they're all consistently shite. Like they're all crap. <laughs> like people moan in England about yeah, we, the we, we, No. Uh, we we had a shite one today, like I said earlier, the ladies, which I'll touch on, but um yeah, I mean, um, I, no, I'm not having English fans saying that they've got crap officials. Come and watch Scottish football. Then you'll know how bad it is. But I, yeah. come and watch, come and watch Scottish football with Scottish refs, and then also come and do it in the pitch and rain. Like, oh Jesus Christ, the weather yeah. was terrible yesterday. And and don't get me wrong, like I know it rains. It was raining bad in in uh, down south, like you know, yesterday as well. But nothing better um, up here. But yeah, it's always it's it's always like that most weekends. It's um, doing it right as we speak right now outside my window. It's fucking lashing down. Is it? Uh, uh, to be fair, it's all right. Here. It's not too bad. It was. Uh, I'll touch on the weather because that was quite comical, um, as well as the goals on the Kilmarnock game. So we'll touch on that brief spell of weather. But, right, um, right. but I've got just we've a couple of quotes from some Hearts fans that I picked up online as well. We've got Ian Horsburgh. Uh, a win and a clean sheet, so all good. Heart showed great energy and some crisp passing. Moving the ball so much better. I hope it continues. Motherwell, a decent side and press high with that front three of theirs. They had that spell after we missed the penalty and Halkett got injured, but we coped. What a difference in team that we've got now. Uh, Stephen Jameson, fully deserved result again. Great to see a Hearts team playing the game the right way. Expected more from Motherwell after all the hype, but they were just a gang fouling and breaking up play at every opportunity. It was like a rerun of the previous week against Livingston, more of the same. And then I, I just want to touch on that how the everyone's shouting for Robbie Nielsen out, but what? see, yeah, they were previously not not this game, never. Oh, right, I was gonna say, but, yeah, Jeez, they have man. been That's... they have been all up until this week, uh, Nielsen out, lots of people, but then. Uh, see when we scored the second goal, Kingsley's goal, the whole team ran towards the bench and all jumped on Nielsen and all celebrating with him. So um, the unit is obviously there, but I uh, would love got... to be top of the Premier League. I would love to be top of the. 
I'd love to be top of the championship, let alone bloody Premier League. I'd, I'd be happy. I'd be happy to be the top team in the relegation places in League One. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Hearts haven't, yeah, but, yeah, Hearts, yeah, haven't, yeah. Hearts haven't got a game this week. Uh, next game's Rangers away. Uh, oh, top two of the table yesterday. clash. I, uh, I, no, no away fans, which is annoying. But I know Hearts what? and oh, yeah, Hearts and Aberdeen have sent a letter to the SFA saying that it needs to change because they expect fans everywhere else but they're not giving it to us but it's an unfair never... advantage if you ask me yep they've not had any away fans at any of their games yet so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking even if I can't get a ticket I may go incognito I might sneak in as a Rangers fan and nah, sit in my, my maroon under my jacket but nah that's there's not much news going on because it's this time of season now we yeah. can't make transfers and stuff. That's pretty much right. it. But nah, uh, just why, why, why would why would you need to when you talk, when you were top of the league for twenty four hours? You know, tell me about it, mate. I just want when to touch you're unbeaten. Why, why, exactly. make, why change something that's great? Yeah, no good. Exactly. I just want to touch uh, just before we go on to that as uh, with uh, our previous guest and uh, friend of the podcast, Louise, uh, her, her team Morton. They became fan owned this week. As well, so congratulations to Morton fans on uh, that achievement. But yeah, that's Hearts and that's that's me. So over well, to, to be you. fair, there's two there's two shout outs for Louise because her team also scored as well. So congratulations, yeah. Louise. <laughs> <laughs> I predicted one one, and she said she'll take it, but they scored twice. I believe it was two two, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. can't grumble at. Oh no, no, tell, no, tell a lie. Sorry, I think I said two two, and it was one one. Sorry, so. yeah. I'm crediting Just... them with two goals there. We just need a win for her. That, that's it now. But no, yeah, that... just a win. Yeah, preferably not against Kilmarnock. But yeah. <laughs> um, nice, so yeah, nice talk, there, nice talking of Kilmarnock. So we're going to get Hearts on the screen, and we'll get oh, there we go. Get our fancy little screen on, and oh, we'll get the crap out of the way first. There we go. <laughs> oh, look at that! That looks awful. Yes. Yeah, so for people that kind of see it. Um, and well, if you kind of see it now and you were there yesterday, you know what you saw. People that are listening to this that don't have any affiliation with Kilmarnock, yeah, they lost 3 1. Terrible result, terrible result. Um, to be fair, I think a lot of people are forgetting how good Rafe were last year. Um, so yeah, okay, they won. Um, I think it was just a manner of the defeat more than anything. You you can accept a defeat, and I was chatting with Claire at the football today at the women's game that you can't accept the way you play. Uh, sorry, you can accept a defeat, but not the way you play. And and that's the thing we we didn't get either yesterday. It's a manner it just, of a defeat, and it? it's the manner yeah, it's of how just, you go down fighting. I was shouting after ten minutes, "Wakey, wakey!" Like because we were just terrible. We were just not at the races at all. Um, I gave my player ratings yesterday and got slated for giving McKenzie man the match, but that didn't surprise me because McKenzie gets it rife. I was reading those. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not a Kilmarnock fan, but I've got like that slight, I don't know what I'd call it. Like I keep an eye on them now because of the podcast and because you're a fan and stuff and reading some of them, I was like, I'm starting to hate Kilmarnock fans because the way they were, they were like, come on, like the way they were See, see the thing like, is, right? I don't mind. I don't mind one bit, like them having their opinion and saying that it wasn't man the match was fair enough. But um, 
It's just like the manner um, of you, saying it. It's just stuff like, are you fucking joking? Or was you at the game yesterday? Yeah, I was at the game yesterday. Um, this is my was, opinion on the game. Yeah. You know, you know what, you know what I hate. You know what I like about people is people that actually slate it, but then they don't say who their man the match was and why Mackenzie wasn't that good. They just say he's crap. Right? Okay. Why was he crap? <laughs> Is it, 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 and it's probably because of like what you just said that because they give him crap constantly that they're just in that mindset just they can't say anything positive about me. So, to me, to me, right, to me, and it's not just Kamarnik; it's anyone. It's like some people have an opinion and they'll have their reasons for it, good or bad, and that's fine. That's 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 fine. But then there's people that you have called sheep, and they don't know; they, they're scared of um, having their own opinion. About jump something. on that bandwagon. So they'll jump on the one that's more favourite that's out there, uh, rather than just expressing their own opinion and whatnot. And at the end of the day, that's fine. They think Mackenzie was rubbish. If he was rubbish, that's fine. But I thought he was good, and I'm going to give him a shout-out. And the reason why is because he worked hard, he chased the ball, his movement was good, and sometimes it was the things he was doing off the ball that made him my star man. Now, what position not, does he play? He plays well. He was playing out wide. He's not really a wide player, in, in fairness. Okay. I've always said this about McKenzie that ability-wise, he's not the best. We all know that. But if you were, if you wanted someone to be in any team for work rate and passion and just loyalty as well, um, you always got to have one of them in your team. And, and he fits the bill for me. You know, he just runs and runs and runs. And people are, like, oh, yeah, you can. I can run for 90 minutes. Right, go on then. Go out and earn that pitch and run <laughs> You run for 90 minutes and work your socks off. I'd love to see you because you'll be bursting out your ass after two minutes. 100%. So, you know, unless you're at the end of the day, to me, like, it's going back to that thing about the result. As long as you're trying, as long as you're trying. And, and he does that. And you see, when he's not doing that, that's when you know he's had a bad game. <laughs> and I'm not saying he was fantastic, but... No one was out there. Yes, no one out there was yesterday. Deserved man, deserved any credit. They did nothing. Some weren't even trying. I don't think it was half-hearted. It was, I don't know what it was. It was just a weird game yesterday. To be fair, so more was um, he the best of a bad bunch kind of thing. Oh yeah, and that's and I'm not. That's the thing. I'm putting McKenzie the best player, but I'm not. He, he, he's played better. You know what I mean? He was just like you say, best of a bad bunch. Now, interestingly, I didn't know this, but I looked at the Rafe uh, results against us. And that's the fourth defeat in a row now. And uh, obviously, bit. we've not played him since 1997, um, and we played three out of well, three out of the four games we lost. We won so one, you... and that was a, that we won one of them, and we had to come behind to win that. And then the three after that, we lost. So it could be a sort bogey. of like a bogey. Somewhat of a bogey. Jinx, yep. There we are. <laughs> So maybe maybe that result was always going to be the case, but I said I said like before this game that we've looked a bit a ropey. Our oh, bro, how they did not score against us last Friday night? Um, yeah, I don't know. And and I said I don't mind us conceding a goal as long as we show a bit more intent in attack because we've got nine goals. Uh, the lowest goal scorers in the league have got seven. So you know we're we're very lucky that we've got a good defence. Now, to be fair, Callum Hendry's come in. Fantastic um, player at St. Johnston. Good young player. Scored on his debut. Bullet header. Fantastic. Looked look, look the part when he came on and was equally uh, probably our best player to McKenzie. Um, 
you know, very good player. Chris Burke back from injury. He set the ball up. He got he's got the assist. People rave and saying he was the best player. See if you look closely at Burke. Yeah, he got the assist. That was the only cross he put in that was good. The others were overhit, and then the other ones he tried doing he lost possession from because he tried to beat his man, which he did. And then for some reason he tried to go back and beat him again. And I was is like, that, just get the fucking ball in. Is that again though? Because like people are used to just saying that he has a good game because he's got that status of being the be- the be- the uh, their star man, like their favourite player. So it's hard. Uh, we we, to we say. just rely on him too much. We just rely yeah. on Chris Burke too much. And don't get me wrong, it, it's told in the last month. But the thing is, Inverness knew he was a threat, so they just took him out like. Yeah. And, we, you know, the refs in this, as we've talked about, are not the best. So they didn't really protect him in any way either because it. they didn't stamp it out early on and he ended up getting injured in that game. But going on the two games, that's now two defeats. Both have come at home. Um, so it's no surprise, really. But, you know, I think the pressure of the, the home fans, you would have found that out last season. Well, obviously no fans last season, but again, big place, Tynecastle. You're the sort yeah. of team to beat, big ground. People want to go there and put in a performance, regardless of fans or no fans. It's you know that's that's Cup how it final, is. It's always, it? it's always been the case. Uh, and championship is a hard league to get out of. It's not easy. People think it is easy on paper. The squad is fantastic. Um, it's good, but I think Tommy Wright got the formation totally in the tap. I think Tommy Wright was to blame yesterday. Um, I was going to bring that up because I was going to say uh, I've read quite a lot about the formation. Yeah, t- Tommy Tom Wright, you know, when you're at home, you need to be playing wingers. Rafe, yeah, they score loads, but they're very exposed and open. I mean, they were 4 0 up against Hamilton in, on the first was it the first couple of weekends of the season. Drew 4 each, did they not? And then Hamilton came back to draw 4 each. So, yeah, um, they're, they're not a team to be scared of. We should be attacking them. And we've got wingers on the bench, like uh, Armstrong, you know. It, it should be starting. They were just too late, the subs. And then everyone's saying about the third one. Like, see, see, to be fair, the, the goals were all comical. Like the first one, you and Murray got pulled out of position, and he's been fantastic all season. But he was having to cover for Hunstruck at the back, and he ended up getting pulled out. Which means when the ball came over, he was sort of not there to deal with it as yeah. well as, you know, it was a, it was a body less. Um, but then mm-hmm. even that, our keeper has been fantastic this season, Hemming, but he just sort of looked flat-footed and didn't come for it and command it. And they scored a simple looping header. It wasn't even a powerful header. It was a poor goal. Um, the second one, after we got back into it, we had the attendancy. You know, we looked like we were going to go and win it, even though we didn't deserve it. I would have said we did enough to draw. We had plenty of possession, plenty of yeah. shots. Um, I think 3-1 was harsh on us, but, you know, um, two, you know two, Rafe won 2-1. You couldn't maybe disargue that. But, I mean, McDonald, by the way, ex-Hearts, and uh, obviously Kelly. A little link What there. a game he had. He pulled off, not one, not two, three like, match-winning saves. He, he, he won them the game because Naismith scored an absolute screaming early. Um, and McDonald just from nowhere just leapt up and like a salmon out the Clyde. <laughs> Very underrated keeper, in my opinion. Uh, Very he, he is such a good keeper. See, for considering his size as well. Very he's not a tall lad, is he? I uh, know, and he's just, he's quite sort of, he's not like a, he's probably a wee bit on the heavy side, maybe to some other Pretty ag- agile though, isn't he? I think. Oh yeah, he's very agile, very, and a good shot stopper. I mean, they nearly scored their own goal and it was went down as a back pass. 
because it was the key, and he and he was going the other way, and he somehow managed to get to the ground and just tip it wide. I was like, um, ah, very good. And he stopped a, a good effort in the first half, I think, from McGinn or Robinson. I couldn't quite see it from the ground, but yeah, um, yeah, it was a, another phenomenal shot stop from close range, awesome. Um, so yeah, he was he was man of the match for me. Um, what about what about this weather? Was... Yeah, so this was this is what I actually touched on. The second one was comical because it was absolutely pissing it down, wind, you name it. And then we we scored that equaliser, and within literally minutes, McDonald picks the ball up. It was like watching like one of these sort of um, games on FIFA, you know, where the graphics are a bit glitchy. Like, yeah, and yeah. the keeper just punts it upfield. Like, it bounces once over the head. The sun's come out from nowhere, and it's all of a sudden it's like it's like Ibiza over Rugby Park for five minutes. The sun's glaring. It's brilliant. <laughs> and the key and the defenders kind of see a thing like um, the keeper just wasn't commanding anything. It was just literally route one, mate. It was like Sunday League. It was like watching me run onto a ball you put over the top on in the pre's days, you know. No, I, I woke big massive, big, big massive Daz going, <laughs> and it's just honestly me run, and then and honestly just it was just comical. Like I was, that was it was terrible. And then they scored and that, you know killed the killed the momentum, killed the atmosphere. Straight away, you know, it was terrible. And then the third one, breakaway, everyone having to go at Armstrong. But when you take your left back off and you're pushing man forward, he's not, if he's not fast, he's not fast enough. No, <laughs> if Hunstrup no, would have got him, um, and at the end of the day, they, they scored, it's literally like a kick of the game. So, yeah, it was that's uh, that's how that ended. So, yeah, it was a pretty poor game, uh, poor result. But on the flip side of that, what a day uh, with my daughter. Just like to sort of message Kathy last night and I'd just like to praise again. Um, you know, what a fantastic, you know, the fan experience, it was great. Um, I, I said to her that the, the stewards there uh, that went out to speak to my daughter, uh, they, they actually went out in the piss and rain to sort of talk to her and acknowledge her and have a chat with her and at the club shop, she was talking as well. It make her want to, to go back, wouldn't it? If oh, it was brilliant. Trip. They were just having a chat, like, and she, it was like as if I wasn't there. It was like, she was just having a chat, and they were so, uh, they were asking her name and everything. It and makes Captain you, Conquer. It'll, it'll make you feel a little bit reassured, like, that if something did happen, you know that the stewards are oh, caring and they'll, they'll, right. they'll help out, which is even, even Even the staff under the Moffat, that when we're getting, getting the old Kilmarnock pie in the old Bovril that I sent you. <laughs> uh, oh, lovely, lovely stuff. My, my, my daughter's like, "Why are you drinking that? That goes on your chicken on a Sunday." I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not wrong. There. Um, so, 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 with the... uh, so she, she, she was, she was, she loved it. She was shouting. She was like, "Come on, Killy, we can do this." She was absolutely. She was getting into it, and then see the moment when we scored. I lifted her up, and honestly, it was like. Lifting some, you know, the, like the Lion King moment. Uh, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was like cuddling her, and you know, it was it was brilliant. You know, and it was so good to be back. And and obviously we lost, but that moment I'll never forget that moment. And you know, just everything about it, like it was good. And Captain Conquer got to meet him on his home debut. Um, Charlotte was buzzing because apparently I didn't know this because Charlotte always says to me. Oh, we we. I'll tell you tomorrow what we did at school. I'll tell you tomorrow. So she's in the club shop. She sees us softly and she's like that. Oh, um, I seen Captain Conquer at school. I was like, did you? Hey, 
And then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm not, li- I'm, 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 I'm not lying. I'm not lying. He was, at, he was at school. He was reading a book. He was reading a book and all that. So apparently he's doing some competition around the school. So the kids and all that. I was like, ah. so I've seen Captain Conker. And I was like, I've got to have a word to you, Mr. Mr. Squirrel. I said, uh, what's this about you patting my daughter's head at school and reading books? I said, Oh, yes, I remember now. And, now. and then they were chatting away. And uh, so I was like, Oh, she's not lying then. She's actually telling the truth. I was like, She never tells me any of this. So yeah, it was does, good. And it, it added to the experience. Does she, have, does she have a Captain Conker teddy? No, not yet. She will be oh. soon. Um, I'm going to ask Captain Conker. Hopefully, he's listening to this, but if not, I'll message him to uh, get a birthday um, a video as well. That'd be superb. If I've got one, she, she must get one. But I mean, apparently, just before we move on from that, Captain Conker said to us that it was the first cuddle and the first photo, and that that will live long in the memory. So there's only one chat. first. There's only ever one it, first. And I was the first adult, may I add. So only, yeah. yeah, broke so his duck. Yeah, certainly did. But he was great, and you know what? I just wanted to thank Kathy on her personally and any of the staff because you're a credit to the club, and it's not just about the results; it's about the match day experience. And there's probably not many fans that, that can you know that thank the, the staff behind the scenes. So I think it's important that we, we acknowledge that because you know um, yeah you can some you can go to some games and the, the experience can be crap and you get a win, but sometimes it, if you can get both, then it's a great experience. And I even went to the ladies today, and again went for a meal outside the uh, new. Um, you know, they've done up the Park Hotel and there's a pavilion. Great bar. Went for some lunch and a pint before the uh, the ladies' game. And, uh, yeah, the ladies themselves, fantastic win against Borough North Thistle ladies. 3-2. Uh, hat-trick as well. Um, oh, I forgot now who the name was. That's that's bad. I'm still learning the names. Um, it is on Twitter. I do apologise. I will find um, out two seconds. Yeah, you do you do that. I'm, I was really bad with it. I must say the the number eight in the middle was absolutely superb. She was like the, the Ian Esther <laughs> of uh yeah. she she just got the ball like and she was not like she she had the she she had the time and composure to just turn around and the ball was going from like left to right and she was in the middle, she was like the piece in the middle, spraying the passes out wide in the first half. And I think Dana on the right, number 11, I think she set up the third one, but she had plenty of chances on goal and she was quite good as well. Um, and then, yeah, the one, there was one at the back, I think her name was Abby. Um, she was pretty solid as well. Took a few knocks, one one blow to the head in the first half and a good challenge in the sec- second half as well. Um, but the ladies were, were, were fantastic. Like the, Mo- you know, Monica Harty. Yep, yeah, that's the one, Monica. So congratulations, Monica, on your hat-trick today. Well done. Uh, my first ever ladies game there uh, as well so it was a great experience all three of us to go along and see that um, just and luckily one Kilmarnock team did win today so absolutely buzzing to uh, see that and I'll definitely be going along today touching, uh, on, the la- touching on the ladies game quickly uh, my ladies team that's what Glasgow City actually won 6-1 as well today so it's two ladies teams nice one Aye, so yeah, if if you do get a chance, I would highly, highly recommend going and watching ladies football because it's not the the stereotype it gets like from most male fans. It's 
nothing like that. Yeah, decent uh, game of football, and uh, the the quality level is up there with some men's football you go to watch. So I would highly recommend get to a ladies' game if you can. The the, re- the referee though had an absolute mare because I mean Killy were one 0 down after about three minutes, and I thought bloody hell, this uh, this ain't looking good. But then they, they steamrolled back into a two one lead. Could have had three or four by half time. Um, and then straight away from the second half, I literally hadn't sat down, and it was a cross from the right and a simple tap in three one hat trick. That's it. And you're thinking, right, we'll kick on from here, get a couple more. Didn't seem to happen. It seemed to be a bit of a scrappy second half, a few bookings and that were involved. Right. And then a through ball came in over the top. The keeper came out and she just mistimed it, but it was outside the box, right? And I thought, bloody hell, she could get sent off here, but he only booked her. He, she turned around and we're like, fair enough. Next minute, he's pointing to the spot and she's like going mad. I was like, what? I mean, honestly, like Claire Morrison, I was sitting with at the time, we were like, everyone was screaming at the ref. The linesman was just not getting involved either. Um, and he sort of lost his head from that moment. Um, it wasn't a penalty, but they scored it and then it came scrappy. And then I think uh, the commander manager then uh, got his marching orders. He got booked. And then there was another scuffle on his byline and he came running over and gave a red card. It was so strange. And he literally didn't say anything. He was just speaking like, I mean, he was in his technical area. Um, and yeah, the, the, I mean, I said to, uh, Claire said to me, I'm going to have to mention that ref. And I said, oh, I certainly will be on the pod after. And uh, yeah, I'll give him a one for turning up and a one for blowing the whistle. So two out of, two out of 10 for the ref. That's been generous. As I said, it's generous for Scottish officials, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, and it definitely is. But well done to the Killy ladies because they turned around the weekend of a very miserable one up to that point. Um, and as Daz mentioned, the ladies all won. So the ladies outshining the men. So well done to her game, doing a great cause. And uh, thank you as well to her game uh, for retweeting my tweet this morning uh, regarding my daughter. We've put a few pictures up there. Much appreciated for that because it got a lot of um, people sort of commenting and messaging on that and it was nice to see them share that um, as well so much much appreciated now that's all we've got time for in terms of the games um i know daz is cursing me because the na the, the nfl is on um so we are going to move on and just round up so first of all uh mastermind this week we've already mentioned so it will be anas hassan a big hearts fan and Daz, I'll let you talk about the leaderboard. There we go. Hi, so leaderboard is a uh, different leaderboard. Now I've not updated it. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Poor Rob. So, so uh, yeah, third is our own Martin, nine half. Uh, but as we said, Louise smashed it last week and we thought, wow, it's going to take some beat. And Rob comes on and, yeah, 19 out of 20, so score to beat. 19 out of 20 if anyone else can get 19 out of 20 or if, they, if they're better than it then fair play to you but 19, if we do get a tie at the top 19 out of 20 come the end of the season we'll have like a, a special episode we get the people that tied on and we'll do a tiebreaker but I Mastermind will be back uh, I believe Friday this coming week we're doing it because uh, me and Anas were both busy the rest of the week but yeah Friday half seven be you know where to be Yep, and uh, also remember to look out for our, uh, my wee short video that I'll be putting out, and hopefully Daz might be on it some weeks. If not, he'll be sending over the predictions, and I'll be reading them out as well, and uh, that'll be called Predictions Friday, so something to look forward to over the weekend. And remember, 
get yours in as well. The prize for it is you get to have a smug look over me and Daz, if you want. <laughs> That's all you're getting. Um, but remember, before we go as well, uh, anyone who wants to DM for any Q&As, talk about their away day experience. Hopefully it's better than what we've had or any home experience, any games. Remember, just get in touch with us with the links. So you can see there, Football Days with Slopey and Jambo, where he talks about all his games he's been to. The Killish Review, which, to be honest, I've not put a lot recently because I've been concentrating on the podcast more, uh, but I will be putting um, some stuff up in the next sort of week or so about my experience over the last uh, 24 hours. So as Daz is showing there on the side, and up above that there, Daz, we have all the usual uh, podcast uh, formalities that you can get that on. So SoundCloud, Google Cast, Spotify, um, Fan Hub as well, which remember, Fan Hub, I've got five tickets as well to give away. Get on it. I've only seen movement of one fan on there, so keep getting on it. And also Apple Podcasts as well. Make sure as well, stop online abuse. Uh, just like to actually mention on that, uh, disgusting behaviour once again in Europe this week with Rangers with Glenn Kamara Glenn Kamara is as honest a player as you could probably get to be fair um, and it's no wonder he got sent off to be fair because his frustrations have probably boiled over uh, in that and it's just not fair really it's not it's only, right only so but, much you can take in that especially with that crap yeah you know? but on the good news Roman Sawyers a West Brom player um, well, I think he's at Brentford, but he's on loan at West Brom. I don't know who he is. I think he's at West Brom now. Yeah, once on, once on loan at Shrewsbury. Yeah, yeah, once on loan at Shrewsbury, actually. So a nice connection there. But on a on a bad note, but also on a good note, he was racially abused online. Um, and luckily, um, something's actually been done about that. So if you've not heard about that, um, it's the first person to actually be put in prison for it from a football good. side of things. Good. So he's now... He got an eight-week sentence, uh, four weeks suspended, so he's in for four weeks. Now, it may not seem a lot, but in some ways, it's going in the right direction and that as well. So, you know, it's important to make sure that we, you know, we highlight that sort of stuff. And uh, also, if you're at games and you see stuff, don't ignore it. Report it. But that's all we've got time for. So thanks for listening. Uh, If you're watching back later, you can also get it on YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe. Um, hope you've enjoyed listening to me and Daz this week. All right. Um, if you um, haven't, you know what to do. <laughs> Don't listen. Goodbye for now. <laughs> All right. See you later.